the fog continues to roll in. The dark of night deepens until all is black. Ahead, a rocky shoal beckons where certain tragedy awaits. Your ship plows forward, pushed by the storm. Just as your hope begins to subside, you see it. The light from the lighthouse that guides you to safety. Faithfully kept by the lightkeeper. Hi friends, welcome to Lessons from the Lightkeeper, a special series on the Ed Leader Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Jackson. I hope that you've enjoyed each of the episodes of the Lessons from the Lightkeeper special series. As we have talked about belief and passion, initiative, focus, preparation, practice, and perseverance, I hope you've had the opportunity to reflect on each podcast episode to take a moment and consider how belief impacts your work, how your work is impacted by your passion, by your initiative, how your focus directs the work and your preparation ensures that you're ready for the moment, how practice is so very important, and certainly the perseverance when challenges come. And challenges certainly do come in our work and in life. Meeting those challenges is the difference between success or not. Today's lesson from The Lightkeeper is that courage brightens the light. Maya Angelou said, Courage is the most important of all virtues, because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. Without courage, the rest doesn't matter. Dale Carnegie said, Inaction breeds doubt and fear. Action though, breeds confidence and courage. If you want to conquer fear, do not sit home, he says, and think about it. Go out and get busy. Courage brightens the light. In this world where our students are as apt to feel fear and worry and stress as any other emotion, ed leaders have the opportunity on our taking advantage of that opportunity to shine a light of safety, of strength, of care, of hope. That light illuminates the safe harbor our schools are and reminds our students that here is something familiar. Here's some place where I know I'm cared for, where I'll have something to eat, where someone will make sure I'm doing well and then will push me to become better than I am. My friends, that's courage. As I consider this lesson and the story I might tell as part of this lesson on courage, I worked through several family events. I thought about things I've witnessed in my own career, but all paled in this moment to everything you and I have witnessed since the pandemic arrived in our country. We've witnessed educators display remarkable courage, particularly as I think back to the early days of the pandemic when we weren't quite sure how to approach really anything. We closed down our schools. We closed down businesses. We closed down our country in a lot of ways as we began to learn how to deal with the virus. Those initial forays into getting back into the schools to be able to do things like serve food and send food out to children, to begin to transition to remote learning, that took courage. In the school system I was serving, we wanted to feed our children very quickly and so did not take time off away from feeding children. 
On a Saturday afternoon, the governor announced that our schools would be closing. On Tuesday, we were delivering food on yellow school buses out into neighborhoods and into the community to make sure our children had something to eat. As I think about the men and women who made that possible, who with all of the news reports about the pandemic were still showing up at school, in the cafeteria, preparing food, loading it onto the buses, going into the neighborhoods, and then serving that food to children and families. That's remarkable courage. I hope that when this is well past, and we're telling each other stories about the pandemic, and we're telling future ed leaders about our actions during the pandemic, that we don't lose those stories of courage that we don't get so caught up in other things that we fail to talk about the courage it took for ed leaders to step into the building and figure it out. That they weren't sitting at home, as Dale Carnegie worried about, that they were getting up and getting busy. Ed leaders are remarkable, and they recognize that courage brightens the light. As you know, this series is based on the book by John Maxwell, Talent is Never Enough. He talks about courageous leadership. What is courageous leadership, though? Would you describe yourself as a courageous leader? He says there's ten qualities of courageous leaders, ten ways to know that we've developed into courageous leaders, ten tests, as it were. He says, we know that we've developed as courageous leaders when our convictions are stronger than our fears. We know we're courageous leaders when our vision is clearer than our doubts. He knows we're there when our spiritual sensitivity is louder than popular opinion. When our self-esteem is deeper than self-protection. When our appreciation for discipline is greater for any desire for leisure. When our dissatisfaction is more forceful than the status quo. We're courageous leaders when we have poise that is more unshakable than panic. When our risk-taking is stronger than our need for safety-seeking. When our right actions are more robust than rationalization. And we've developed into courageous leaders when we have a desire to see potential reached more than people appeased. Wow, isn't that powerful? All ten of those statements, incredibly powerful, certainly something aspirational to aspire to, but something absolutely achievable. When we take time to reflect on our core values and how we are living our lives and conducting ourselves in our work and reflecting on whether or not that approach actually does reflect and communicate our core values. When our walk more than our talk demonstrates who we are, because it does, but it demonstrates who we are and who we are is the core values we've espoused, then, then we are courageous in our leadership. 
and we're displaying that courage brightens the light. Lao Tzu says, being deeply loved by someone gives you strength, while loving someone deeply gives you courage. Unpacking that as an ed leader, loving someone deeply gives you courage. How do we do this remarkable work? Well, it's because it comes from our belief, right? Our belief in children, our belief that children can be successful and we can make a difference. And it comes from our passion for the work. My friends, it comes from the love that we have for our students. That love, loving them deeply, gives us the courage to do what it is we have to do in this moment. Winston Churchill famously said, success is not final, failure is not fatal. It's the courage to continue that counts. We're months into this pandemic. We're not sure how much longer we'll be going through this journey. We all hope it's shorter rather than longer. In this moment, that courage to continue really stands out. As ed leaders in our communities and in our state and across our country and around the world, we have done amazing things. We've helped children and communities survive and move forward. In this moment, the courage to continue that work is what is being called for from us. John Maxwell says that our courage will be tested. I don't think any of us would doubt that with all that we're going through. He says, it will be tested when we seek a truth that we know may be painful. There's a saying that ignorance is bliss. Well, that may be, but we have to get to the truth to be able to truly make a difference. He says, our courage will be tested when change is needed, but inactivity is more comfortable. He says, being inactive and never leaving what is familiar may mean that you're comfortable but having the willingness to continually let go of the familiar means that you're courageous. We have to try new things. We have to be willing to be innovative. Our situation doesn't make us. We make our situation. The circumstances don't have to define us. We can redefine our circumstances by our actions. If we are willing to leave our comfort zone and bravely keep striving, we can reach heights that we thought were beyond us. Our courage will be tested when our convictions, once expressed, are challenged. Anytime you're willing to stand up for something, someone else may be willing to take a shot at you. Leaders tend to be out front. When you're out front, That's where you're most likely to catch the slings and arrows, knowing they're coming. The courage to stand there and take them comes from knowing that what you're doing is right and what you're doing is right for children and what you're doing is making a difference. Then we have the courage to withstand the slings and arrows. Our courage will be tested when learning and growing will display our weakness. Certainly one of the things we encourage in our students is to ask questions. And we tell them there are no dumb questions. And we continue to encourage them to ask questions. But sometimes as adults, we lack the courage to ask a question. Recently, I've been meeting 
with the incredible assistant principals in our school system. I'm so impressed by them as leaders and look forward to all that they will continue to do for students and teachers in our community. I ask each of them in individual conversations, where do they feel less prepared? What are the areas that they really feel like they need to grow in? And as you might imagine, and I believe this to be universal for ed leaders everywhere, the area that universally was number one on every list was finances. And so we began in our assistant principal academy to talk about finances and to really dig into the very building blocks, the basics of school finances of how the federal finances flow into the school system and the state finances flow into the school system and the local dollars flow into the school system. And in that conversation, I encouraged them and challenged them to have the courage to ask questions. When a term is used in a conversation, we need to know what that means. And if we don't know what it means, it doesn't mean that we're less of a leader. It means we had the courage to ask. Because if it's being talked about, particularly in a planning situation, it must be important. And if we don't understand that, then we can't bring our expertise and experience to bear truly in the conversation because we've missed something. And so being courageous enough to ask questions about things we don't know, particularly as ed leaders and we move into new areas of responsibility, is extremely important. Learning and growing doesn't display weakness. It's the courage to stand there and share, I don't know, will you help me? Because in that moment, in showing that vulnerability, we truly build relationships. Our courage will be tested when we take the high road, even as others treat us badly. We could take the low road and treat others worse than they treat us. We could take the middle road where we treat them the same as they treat us. But Ed leaders, we take the high road. We treat others better then they treat us. My friends, courage brightens the light. If you want to build your courage and become a more courageous leader, look for courage on the inside and not the outside. You know, the truth is, the old quote, if we could kick the person most responsible for most of our troubles, we wouldn't be able to sit down for a week. We have the power to change our life for the better or the worse, having the courage to stand up and get going is where we make the difference. Rollo May said the opposite of courage in our society is not cowardice. It's conformity. Sometimes we have to stand up when others are sitting down, especially if it's the right thing for children. If you want to continue to grow as a courageous ed leader, do the right thing instead of the expedient thing. Take small steps to prepare you for bigger ones. Courage brightens the light. Our horizons expand with each courageous act. My friends, thank you for all that you're doing, for every student, for every teacher, and every staff member. Keep shining the light. Thank you for listening to the Ed Leader Podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast and consider leaving a review with five stars on Apple Podcasts so that we may continue to grow the Ed Leader community.
We hope that you have enjoyed your time with Dr. Jackson. Until next time.